0: your peace that surpass all understanding that we may glorify you in all that we say and do this morning and Lord I just thank you for the spirit of, to press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling father I just pray for strength for each and every one of us to continue pressing toward the mark of God and any hindrance anything that tried to slow that walk and slow that press we just say in the name of jesus i'm going to run with god i'm going to run and i'm going to honor god with all of my heart soul mind and body Well, father deliver us from planned defense and just trying to survive that lord we go on the offense and we start to pursue you in such a way lord god that is is showing all you get all the glory That we pursue you lord god we're not just going to sit back and hope nothing goes wrong we're going to pursue the righteousness of christ we're gonna pursue you, Lord God, because we know that in you all things are possible. We know that in you, Lord God, you are the blessing. You are the overcomer. You are the victor. And so we just run into your arms, Lord God, and in your hiding place that we honor you and we bless you, Jesus. Father God, I thank you. We come out of the spirit of just waiting for something to go wrong and just kind of hunkering down. But know in the name of Jesus, we stretch our faith, we stretch our hearts, and we begin to say, I declare, in the name of jesus that your word is sure and true i speak isaiah 55 10 and 11 that your word cannot and will not return unto you void it will accomplish where it is sent. word of the living god we welcome you we send it to relatives we send it to loved ones to come out of places of just being down and funk i i come against the spirit of depression and sadness this morning and i thank you lord god for the joy of the lord be in our strength. Lord God, I thank you that joy begins to consume people. Nehemiah 10, it it begins to be a consumption of joy. Lord, burn out all these frustration, burn out worries. Lord, if I'm going to be on fire, I want to be on fire for you, Lord. I want to be on fire for your word. I want to be on fire for your will. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, nothing else can burn. Nothing else is allowed to burn in my life and Father I just thank you Lord God refine me I want to look like you Jesus I want when it's all said and done to look like you I know you're not done yet I know you're not finished and Lord God I just thank you that I'm not going to be finished either I'm not going to end what you haven't finished and I thank you in the name of Jesus that I begin to declare and say I'm going to stand with God no matter what I say to every demonic activity, I say to every wicked and doubtful king in my life, that I say that even if things don't go the way I think it should, I'm still going to serve God. I'm still going to honor God. I'm still going to love God. I'm still going to be there and say, if I can't give anything, I'm going to give him my worship. I'm going to give him my praise. And I'm absolutely going to give him all the glory for this life that I live i come out of pretending lord you can't bless who i pretend to be so father i just tell you right now i'm here forever i'm committed i stay we are committed we stay and we love you jesus i pray pray i pray it's not over it's not over You're not done philippians 1 6 he begun a good work in you He's able to complete it, perfect it, perform it to the very end. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father God, burn my eyes away from looking at my surroundings. Burn my ears away from hearing all the noise. Burn my mind away from just thinking thoughts that are not of you, Lord God. That it surrender and burn with the good report of the Lord. That I think on these things, that a lovely, just and of a good report that I think on the word, I, I become filled, Colossians three sixteen. let the word of God dwell in me richly, my God, I thank you for a richness of the word, abundance of the word of God, that, that that abundance began to take off, that my gut began to be filled with the word of God, and then I can honor and trust my gut, because it'll be filled with your word, Lord, fill it right now, Lord Jesus, that when I get in any situation, I can trust my gut that is loaded and filled with the passion of the word of God, and, and filled with the honoring of your will and your perfect perfect ways direct me in your ways lord jesus i don't want to do this on my own but by all means i don't want to give up i know lord god you can't direct what's not moving so i get back up and i start to move again if you've surrendered your faith in any way shape form or fashion this is your prayer this is your time to recover it I don't care how big the miracle is that you need do not surrender your faith do not surrender it do not surrender I don't care how far your children are I don't care how far gone they are I don't know what what it looks like on the outside do not surrender your faith your loved ones do not surrender your faith for anything anybody anyways Lord Jesus we I ask that you clean our hands. Clean our hands, Lord Jesus. and we come to you. Come to you, Lord Jesus. Just purify to honor you and bless you with our whole life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And we were, good morning. we, were, we uh, on, on Wednesday night, we were worshiping uh, together. And, and, and God had just, just spoken to my heart about... Uh, he is just starting with us. He is just at the beginning. It's not done. We're not finished. Uh, that if you feel like you're, you've are you run out of resources time, feel like you're finished, you're feeling done, God is not done. God is still using, working with you, and still going to fulfill his purpose in you. And so we were worshiping, even in the sense of... St- getting back up in your faith. You know what I mean? Just getting back up. Because sometimes if we get down and we think like it's been so long, we think like, oh, it's over for me. I've missed my moment. But God is like, no, I'm I'm not. That's not who I am. So we are not finished is kind of like what he delivered into my heart. God completes what he starts. Right? In, in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 1 through 3, it says, Behold, what manner of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Beloved, we are now children of God, and what we will be has not yet been revealed. We know that when Christ appears, we will be like Him. For we will see him as he is, and everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself, just as Christ is pure. Father, we just pray. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord God, for, for, the, for the revelation that it ministers to us. And I thank you, Lord God, for renewed faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I, I love that. And we were, we, as in worship, uh, singing a Refiner's Fire is about being purified. Well, the hope of Christ is what purifies us. All right, uh, we would say that, say this thing, this little section of things I used to say in motivational speeches, that you can go 40 days without food, four days without water, four minutes without air, but only four seconds without hope. Because hope purifies, hope purifies us from feeling like we're, 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 we're helpless, purifies us from feeling like failures, purifies us from feeling down and depressed. It, it is a purifier, and, and that hope in Christ as eternity, that purifies us. That is the purity of God. Whenever you feel like you're stagnant and you just feel like, go go back to what you hope in, and my hope is in Christ Jesus, the hope of glory. He is the absolute hope of glory, and we have to be able to put that in perspective. Uh, God is never done with us in relationship and in our call with him. He's never done. In fact, the Bible says the gifts and calling of God are without repentance, He's there. It's, it's there. That calling always stays. It always remains. And, and it, it continues to go on to serve him. So my belief in God, it's eternal. I, I, one thing that bothers me, but not necessarily bothers me, but always makes me wonder, any friend that I had before I came to Christ, now when they run into me, the first question they ask, are you still doing that church thing? Like, church thing. Like, it wasn't a, an outfit, you know? It wasn't like... Something I was trying on <laughs> to see what it worked, But that's their first question. But the only thing I can think of, and other than getting mad, I, I pray because probably what they've always seen is people start but don't finish. People start but don't finish. And, and, and what they knew about me before then, they just had to know, I, I, they should know that I must finish this way. Because any going back, you would know I would be not be with that church thing. You would know. A belief in God is eternal. So standing in faith is not about the results of this world. And that's, that's kind of one of our big things. If We spend our time trying to look like the world. We have no hope and reach in the world. The Bible talks about the hope that's in Christ. I, I can't spend my time trying to look like you. You know, Not that you would be this, but if you're drunk, I can't spend my time talking about how much drinking used to be and how good it used to be. I can't talk about the sobering fact of a Christ that saves us from the inside to the outside, amen? And I get it, we want to make sure that people don't feel judged and condemned, but we also want to give them the freedom. Because if we're so busy trying to make sure, yeah, I'm just as bad as you are. Um, not if they don't know Christ. You're on a whole different ticket. Yeah, you make mistakes, but you know that you got somewhere to take your mess. So we have to make sure our witness is pure with hope. And now people don't have to feel like, oh, it's over for me. I'm done. Uh, and this, this is kind of like when, when, and I don't know if you guys have ever been addicted to anything, but, but act like you haven't, but, and I'll, I'll be the only one, right? And you just do it for a little bit, but then you say, I already messed up. Let's, let's go with the fast. How about that? You know, because some of y'all don't want to act like y'all been through stuff, but I'm just going to snack. I'm just going to have one. cheese it Well, I blew this Thursday. Why don't I eat the bag? Well, since I had a cheese, it, I may as well have the whole ench- enchilada plate, and I'll start back on Friday, right? It just, it, it, it's just—it's the domino effect. Well, if you can domino effect with evil, you can domino effect with good. And not that cheeses is, is a devil thing. I'm just—that was an example. Don't be running your kids from cheeses. No, that'll send you to hell. No, it's the fact that when we do something wrong, we think like, okay, I've already blown it. Let me go go with it. Right. I'll do I'll, I'll give you a case in point. God will tell me, do not respond to that statement. it, I would blow it. And then not only do I respond, I say I already blew it since I'm already in disobedience. Let me finish how this statement should go. And that begins to be our next step. So we can be assured that God isn't done. Neither should we act done while God is still at work. Do not act done. Do not act like it's over. Quit acting like you're finished. Quit acting like your kid is never going to pass. Quit acting that way. He's not done. He's just not done. That's just not going to happen. Stop trying to end what God hasn't finished. I was in that school in Toledo, Ohio, and they spelled my name on the marquee, Troy Gant. Welcome, Troy. You know what's even weirder is, the minute I got out of my car, is how many of them recognized me just by my face, and, and the principal, and I knew I, this is what made me feel like they did it on purpose, because the principal said, hey, Tori, how's it going this morning? Like, you see the sign? <laughs> I know it's 33 degrees out here, but can't you get somebody to reverse that? Yeah, I thought about getting out of my car and turning around. Yes, I did. And I said, no, nah, we're going to take a picture of it. And, and they've been watching. Uh, they said they've been watching me on YouTube. And that's just creepy to me because I, my first question was, how do you know it's me? Since you can't spell my name. So you can't get that part right. How you know it's me? And, and the cool thing is that they told me the issues that they were having in, the, in this school, right? It was, I, I only got to work with fourth through eighth graders. fifth and sixth was supposed to be their best group. But the fourth graders were having relationship problems. They were having. In fact, they didn't even allow the fourth graders to come in with the other older kids. This is how rough the fourth graders were. They told me and this is how they this is how they let off with the seventh and eighth grade. This the cafeteria lady wouldn't stop talking. She was at every speech. She came over. She goes, listen, this group coming in right now. They don't listen to nobody. I was just staring at her. She says, what do you think about that? I didn't answer. She goes, they don't ever listen. Do you know what they call me? And she was using the exact words. m and m they call they cussed me out. And I told a kid, you worth getting fired for if you ever think about hitting me. I'm thinking, this speech is going off well. I just didn't answer, I just let her keep talking. She talked until all the kids came in. Thank God, I think I'm motivated now quietest and most respective group i had the entire time and i looked at her and i said you know maybe you should start anticipating something better maybe if you ain't looking for a fight ma'am there won't be one right fourth grade roll up in fourth grade they had to put us in a special classroom for the fourth grade two kids had gotten referrals that they had in the back, they looked just alike. And why did they get a referral? Because they were fighting one another. Why were they fighting one another? They were brother and sister, swinging at each other. They couldn't do this at home. They'd wait till they got to school, and every one of them were hyper. So we talked about what to do with your energy, and about it's your gift, it's your strength. Use your energy to sit still. Use your energy to be quiet. Use, you could see them like, like I can just one, use it! <laughs> <laughs> and as he was trying i said don't you move don't You use it and he was like <laughs> and he spent so much time trying to sit still he wouldn't talk and i said if you use it for the right reason it'll be a gift if you use it at the wrong time it will get you in trouble all right fourth grade ended up being an incredible time after the first 15 minutes of sit down one little boy said i hate when teachers <laughs> he's leaning back in his chair and i'm hoping that he falls i know i know wrong but he's leaning back in his chair. i hate when teachers ask me to obey and i go you want that chair to obey you though don't you i said that chair is obeying you it's holding you up right he goes yeah i said you don't want it to obey you well yeah teachers want you to obey you can see the teacher like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but why haven't y'all used that analogy He wants that chair to hold him up. He wants that chair to be obedient, but yet he hates obey. I said, you don't hate obey, do you? He goes, no. I said, then listen, listen. I think God reveals to us spiritually what needs to happen when we open our mouth under the authority of God. I tell him I got a lot of energy, too. I'm loaded with energy. I'm glad. Thank God we were too poor to have insurance because I might have been on Ritalin. Sometimes you just have to rejoice over what you got through. Imagine if I was sedated. Some of y'all may enjoy that, but I was like, hmm. The word in faith means that regardless of how things look, when it is all said and done, I will be like Jesus no matter what. When it's, when it's said and done. At Psalms 84 uh, 10 through 11, It says, for a day in the courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. And and hey, this should be everyday walk. I may be on the outside of the majority of the group, but I'd rather be standing at the door of God than in the tent with wicked people. I'd rather mind the door than disobey and live in the tent. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from, those, from them that walk uprightly, right? And so God says, walk uprightly. Walk, walk like you are having a relationship with Jesus, Alright? You ever had to tell your face that you were saved, All right? You act like you don't know God some days. You act like you don't know Jesus. You, you're walking around like, like. He says walk uprightly. I, can't, I won't withhold good from them that walk uprightly. The, uprightly is integrity. It's, it's, it's honesty. Be honest. If you're a Christian, be honest Christian. And that's not telling a lot of truth. That's telling your face that we live for a living God. Right? Like you just got to tell your face that. Hey, I'm upright. When the Clorox girls got on that plane, I had to walk upright. Uprightly, that means integrity. So we want to honor God's direction. His good will always come our way when you honor God's direction, right? right? Uh, Psalms thirty-four and 20, 37, 23 says the steps of a good man, they're ordered, right? So God has ordered. He rolled up to the window and said, I, I want the number five with a large drink. I ordered your steps. They've been ordered. Now I, I need you to consume the steps that have been ordered. Walk in them. Finish finish be a finisher it is it is far better to stay in the in the destitute of your faith and 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 probably this is where we lose more believers because when you stand in faith it seems like you're being isolated and put out and you're 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 different you're everybody else is going on a whole different term and you you're in in anything you try to do to keep up with your with someone else it it puts you out but it is better to stay destitute of your stay in destitute of your faith rather than settling for the shiny lights of giving up Rather do that. I I always ask kids all the time. I said, how many of y'all think I'm stronger than you? And a lot of them raise their hand. And then I said, how many of y'all think you're stronger than me? And we have a few that will raise their hand. Even fifth graders. But they don't know what's happening next. And I tell them, every one of them should have raised their hand when I ask how many of them are stronger than me. So every one of you have a strength I don't have. Y'all want me to tell you what it is? They go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, all of y'all can use a, a brush or a comb. You gotta let them know their strength, right? I said, most of you get in trouble because you see somebody strong in one area and you try to be that instead of being yourself. I said, if I walk around a brush and I've done this at Walmart and they thought I was stealing it, but I have kids who would brush their hair, but they go like, why you got that brush in your hand? Like they're gonna offer me medications next. And then thinking about it, like for us as believers, I may not be able to do what you can do, but I can do what God's called me to do. Right, and, and that's the part where we have to understand, you have your own strength. You have a strength I don't have. I have a strength you don't have, but together we're strong. The deal is not to divide ourselves. A house divided cannot... To quit on your faith blocks the unmerited favor. So in this verse, it talks about grace and, and walking uprightly. It is far better to walk in your faith, regardless of whether you're being accepted by people. But to quit on your faith blocks the unmerited favor, which is grace, as grace is sufficient, that God desires to give every believer that pursues his will. He, wants to, he says, you're going to need favor. You're going to need things to fall in your way favorably. You'll need things to go your way. So when we examine times when we are not hearing anything from God, it is possible, it is possible because, because we are not moving. And a person who isn't moving doesn't need direction. Why do I need to give you direction? You ain't going nowhere. You parked. In fact, the last directions I gave you is what you need to keep following. And obey those. This is that one sitcom that I watch, and they were talking about when the, the lady was talking about when her mother was a prison guard and said when something was, came up missing or was happening there, she'd come in and bring people in and said whenever she asked them, what should we do when we catch them? And if the person said, um, bring justice on them, bring the hammer down hard, and she said, her mother would say she knew that person was innocent because mercy, uh, that uh, innocence don't need any mercy. Now, I struggle with that because sometimes innocent do need mercy. Sometimes the innocent needs to have some mercy go their way. But she was talking about that that, that the fact that when you know that you are pure, you don't mind the situation that's happening, right? We have to mind the situations happen because sometimes we believe we're not pure. You are. It's the mercy of God. If not re it. Well, my kids deserve to be messed up. There's one, one guy, I had to quit hanging out with him. I had to quit lifting with him because he goes, I'm, I'm bound. I'm going to catch counsel because I smoked all them years before I came to Jesus. Do catch Christ. Catch Christ. Catch Catch. by his stripes you're here. Well, I'm going to have to pay for that. I'm going to have to pay for that. Do you have to pay for being lost? No, Jesus paid for it. Believe the whole thing. But he just wouldn't stop. I just, you know, I just couldn't. He, you come to work out? Yeah, I'm going to go somewhere else. By the time I'm done with you, I need to get saved again. I can't pay for that. I, I thank God we don't have to pay for the stuff we did. Oh, my goodness. I don't know about y'all, but the, the, the rerun, I don't even want to see the video. I do not want to see that. Grainy scene that I was painting back in the day. So and not moving. So it doesn't need directions if you are not moving. But the minute you get up, now all of this, I'm, I'm, i you know, I've got this all prepared. So this morning, when every time I was standing up, I was staggering, I was dizzy, and God said, I, it doesn't. I, what do you need to be healed for if you are not going to move? You're just going to lay back down. You let something shake you and you stop." I go not. That sermon is for church people. He goes, Which is you? So I don't like this sermon. How about that? But I'm going to tell it anyway. Sometimes when we look and we say, I want to do better and never do anything, God can't bless it. Faith without works is. Right? And so are your dreams and purposes if you don't ever step out there. Will never, ever happen. Right? right? Ideas are a dime a dozen. The people that use them are priceless. Put those things in there and put them together. So 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 48 through 50 says, As was the earthly man, so also are those who are of the earth. And as in the heavenly man, so also are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the likeness of the earthly man, so also, (laughs) love King James, shall we bear the likeness of the heavenly man. Now I declare to you, brothers, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven. Everybody say cannot, right? Nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. They can't get there we got to quit trying to drag it in. There's a better way. there's a better God. There's a better plan. I do not have to take that. I don't have to be the person that said I'm going to be as miserable as my father. And even, even just even in our town, man, and people still trying now, it's all more coming up now. That, the, if you got our last name, you are a bad actor. It doesn't matter if it's pastor, whatever. If it ends with Gantt or a man of hand watch yourself never know that whole family might shoot at you cannot they think we cannot live it down but we can live up to god right we can live up to the plan of god so our goal is heaven right I, my goal is to get to heaven and god's goal for us to get to heaven is to take as many people with us as possible right? So I can't just have my goal. I need to have God's goal with that. So that's my ending. So it is also a requirement for our continuing to believe in what God is doing through us, Christ-like, have a Christ-like faith. I, I want to be Christ-like. I want to be a child of God. I don't want to be childish. Christ-like is the image we must bear as a representative of heaven. Do I represent heaven? I represent heaven. I, I love the phone. I love talking on the phone sometimes more than in person because I make facial expressions, right? And you know, Elijah will tell Elijah, see me in the morning times. Elijah, like, what? What I do? Why are you looking at me like that? Like, we have to have this whole dialogue. I don't know. You looking at me? I'm looking back. Mm. They're just they're my facial expressions. He'll be like, what you mad about? <laughs> Man, I ain't mad. Leave me alone. You're making me mad. But sometimes we can deliver and God said it to Cain, why, have your, why has your countenance fallen? Why you look like that, really, what that says. Why you look like that? <laughs> this is the way you made me, God. No, not with that kind of anger. I didn't make you with all that on your face. Every little boy asked me on, on Friday, he says, why are you so creepy? I say, so So, what's creepy? You know, like now, like he's fifth grader. So I'm like, uh, you know, I'm taller than you. Like, just barely. <laughs> I say, what's creepy? Smiling. Smiling is creepy to you. So your world's so messed up that if someone smiles, they're a creep. Yeah, man, I'm hard. I said, you, 10. <laughs> the only thing hard in your life is a Jolly Rancher. So... You're going to be all right. He smiled at me. I said, creep! The minute he cracked the smile, I said, and, and it's like there's so many people out there that's like that. Like that, and especially in the East. I, I love Texas. Sometimes they smile. I know we got some bad actors here, but I couldn't find many. Them jokers was angry at the airport. You know, what, what are you mad about? I don't get it. But I love the Lord. You ask them, how you doing? Blessed and highly favored. With what? What are you favored with? Anger? Somebody steal your food? Like, what's making you so mad? So as as Christians, uh, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And if you don't care enough to look like you've been with Jesus and act like you've been with Jesus, they don't want to know about what you think you know about. Our walk should be different than the world because of the image of Christ. It should be different. should be able to tell the difference between us and lost person. All right, that's awesome. I'm so glad y'all are in agreement with that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I got the image of Christ. Walk should be shown that's a difference. Here's what Christ looks like. Right, that 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 should be a, a difference. That is Jairo uh, at Stony Point. this pal teacher, who'd known me five years before Jairo ever got to that school, when he met her as a freshman, and she goes, "Oh no, was it your sophomore year she met you?" He don't remember. Sophomore year comes over, and I go, oh, "This is my son right here," and she goes, "Oh, he looks good." Like, <laughs> and then she she didn't finish. She goes, "Is that you? Sure, he's your kid?" I was like. just want to see you smile. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, well, I got some stuff I could say about you. But it ain't pastoral. I just smiled. I go, yeah, he's mine. He looks like his mom. So whatever everybody else's uh, temptation is, this is mine. And when, it, when they lo- lob one up like that, I want to hit it out of the park for him. And I don't want to say her name because if y'all see her, y'all will know why it took great faith. And even though we had all day. See, some of y'all are like, oh, but y'all don't even know why. <laughs> y'all don't even know why. Y'all don't even know why it took great faith. But you, you just, gosh, I need to stop right now. This is it. I can't like. See me sinning right now. Forgive me, Jesus. So, knowledge of our heavenly identity delivers freedom from the limitations of this world. If you feel like you've made all you can make, you feel like you've, you've been blessed with all you can be blessed with, you are wrong. You are not done. God still has more to bring to you, God still has more to do through you. He is not done. Quit counting your age. I mean, you can let people know, but quit acting like that's counting you out. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 through 18. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. Now, verse 17 says, now the Lord is that spirit, right? Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen right? Mark eleven twenty three. 23, have the faith of God. Verily, verily, I say unto you, say unto this mountain, be there removed, be there cast into the sea. You shall not die in your heart, but you'll believe whatsoever you say. You shall have whatsoever you pray, whatsoever you say. Now my faith is, now the Lord is that spirit. Quit talking outside of what the spirit of God is. What we are believing God to do in our life Is for his glory and his glory only. If you are believing God to do anything in your life, it needs to be believed to bring him glory, not us glory. Not not believing, I want to be blessed so I can show all them people that they missed out on this. This is one lady who I you asked the wrong question. It was the wrong question. This lady had a beautiful wedding ring on. It was amazing. And I was like, I, I was like I'm going to ask. If I see this lady again, it was the system principal. If I see her again, I'm going to have to ask her about the ring. I got to ask. I got to ask how long she's been married. I got to know. And she seemed like a young person. So, so when she came back in there, I had my other child. I said, ma'am, I'm, I'm sorry. Can I ask you a personal question? She goes, yeah. I said, the ring. How long have you been married? She goes, seven years. And I go, that's the ring? Cause we've had to upgrade every ten years, and that's that's to me that's that's eighty years right there. What you got on your hand? <laughs> that there, that's death. That's where we're like, baby, we out. That's that's one of them. <laughs> now you lay me down to sleep, baby. And she she went into the store. Oh, this was from my first husband. I was like, oh my gosh. And then it soldered on from my aunt of my other husband, and I was like. <laughs> But I've only been married for seven years. And so her husband had problems with her taking the ring of the previous dude. Right? I was like, why am I talking to these people before I got to talk to these kids? These people is messed up. It ain't the kids. These are the ones that need a motivational speech. She said, all I told my husband was like, it's making you look good, though. Because, you know, the big ring and stuff like that. Hyphen. I've heard about keeping your own last name and hyphen into the other one, but you hyphen the ring? And God clearly said to me, please stop talking in between speeches. And I smile when God is chewing me out because I think everybody can hear it. I want to let them know it don't get to me. Shut up. If they don't ask you a question, stop talking. So the last speech in between, I walked down the hallways. And if I was asked a question, I didn't talk, I grunted. Mm-hmm, uh. I can't control it. This is my temptation. It's my mouth. It's also my job, right? He says, when you become cheap, your words are not valuable. I was like, thank you, God. It's the gift you gave me. So now if we stop without God's finish, that keeps God from being being glorified and we end up being undone. With every godly ending, there's a blessing of a better beginning for the next generation. Why is it important that we complete so the next generation will will have a less restricted start? Hey Dallas, whenever... We finish, and sometimes we think, God, when you're going to bless us, it's, he's using you to deliver your kids and deliver the next generation. It may not ever turn into your blessing as much as it is being a blessing, right? You're Genesis 12, too, I'm blessed to be a blessing, I think Pastor Rita said it earlier. I am blessed to be that blessing. And so you got to begin to look at it. It's for the next generation. Why do I need to sit still and read a book? Maybe that helps my kid calm down. Maybe I'm sowing seeds so my kid will calm down and be a reader, be a learner. Even if it's just for a little bit. Maybe that's why God is asking us to do it. Maybe he's telling you, to pray, get up and pray when it's uncommon so that your kid may be facing something that day and they'll know, I still got Jesus. Whether you have me or not, I still got Christ. Those things, those, those times where it looks silent, dark, and unnoticeable is the time they're most powerful. And you have to begin to, to pull away from those areas. So God is that spirit and that keeps us free to believe even when we are surrounded by circumstances that are designed to imprison us. And when you're surrounded by this is designed for you to fail, designed for you to get hurt, designed for you to be left out. And God says, you are free. And who the son has set free is free indeed. There's a powerful message about freedom. So Jesus gave us the, the, Jesus gave us the great glory to glory faith when he prayed not my will but thy will be done how I many are we okay with that prayer okay and we can say yes but are we okay with that well god i didn't get what i wanted thy will be done though thy will be done jesus was even like do, do i have to drink this cup if christ asked you definitely gonna believe we don't ask he was like can can we guys, can we get some you know i don't know what was in the cup you know." But it was. He had to obey God. He said, "If this cup could pass from me, let me say it our way." Jesus, if I could just slap this person just this one time. Not mine will, but Thy will be done. Thy will be done. Thy will be done on earth as it is in. On earth as it is in heaven. We we gotta live like we're going to heaven. Right, what I mean, it's, it's got to be a part of it. And that means we're going to have to make some decisions that may not be popular to people, but is popular to God. He's saying, because I want to finish you. All of that stuff doesn't have to go home and be with you. I have to be with you at night when you're thinking about your suicidal. I have to be with you at night when you're thinking about I've never accomplished anything. I have to be with you at night when you feel like you're failing everything. So I'm telling you openly, let's not have that night because in the daytime, you're going to do what you need to do spiritually right? A good day makes for a better night. Yeah, I thought that was good too. I have to remember that. But most of all, our, 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 our pursuit of faith. So it's usually defined, if we think about it, destiny is not a mystery, it's a decision. Your destiny is designed by a decision. It is not a great mystery. I don't know how I'm going to get there. It's defined by a decision. When you accepted Christ, you decided, I'm going to follow Jesus. Your destiny no longer became a mystery because you know now you're going to heaven. There's a destiny. There's a design. There's a decision. And it's usually defined by a decision. One decision to maintain your faith can radically change finances and relationship. But most of all, our pursuit in faith, the risk we take and the sacrifice we make will determine the destiny we fulfill. The risk we take, the sacrifice we make will determine the destiny we fulfill. One little girl, one one of the little angry fourth graders in Milton, you can come up, I found out she was one of the biggest bullies, but she was little, tough girl. She goes, have you ever been a preacher? What makes you say that? Just something makes me think you've been a preacher. And I just stared at her and go, yeah, I've been one. i be one now. She did that back to me. though. <laughs> I was like, this is a tough little kid. I thought you just said you recognized me as a preacher. When well, you did it to me, I'm going to do it to you. You want to act like a fourth grader grown man? being blessed in our mind helps us being blessed in our spirit amen i want you guys to bow your heads and so i can pray over you father i just pray and, and thank you lord god for each and every person here we had their peter experience by now lord god i should have been blessed by now god i should be over this By now, God, I thought things would be different. Lord, I pray that they begin to change that sentence from by now to God be the glory. I'm going to honor you with everything I have, no matter what, Jesus, no matter what. Because if the by now was reversed, if by now God were saying you should have changed and I, I'm going to leave you because by now you should be better. But he never did that. He never says that. In fact, he says, I will never leave you or forsake you. And then he announced probably the two greatest people that are supposed to stick in our life. He says, even if your mother and your father leave you, I will never leave you or forsake you. In other words, I'm committed. I'm family. I'm inside of you. I'm your skin. I'm everything to you. I'll never leave you. But we're not done. There's more for us to do your kids need your strong faith your kids need your strong obedience to the word of God you are clearing the pathway for generation words that you heard in school things and insults that you heard you are removing from your kid's heart that if they hear them it won't hurt their heart like it hurt yours it won't break them like it broke you for the little bit father help us to stay on target in our faith on target in our worship in our praise to you lord god that we go from glory to glory lord god faith to faith to belief to god lord i don't want to look like the world lord god i want to live a life that says that's what jesus looks like that's the image of christ i can be spotted from the crowd And Lord God, I believe that you are still using all of us. We pray, Father God, for resurrection of dreams and purposes, for goals and visions. We pray for resurrection. It's any time that we've said, Jesus, had you done this in my life? Had you been there? We we sound like Mary and Martha running out to Jesus about Lazarus. Had you been here sooner? Jesus, had you been there? The divorce might not have gone through. Had you been here? We we might not have had to bury the child. Had you been here? But God says, I'm here. And and what I'm here for is for you to know that you're going to be able to give me all the glory because you couldn't do this by yourself. I'm here to resurrect, not just heal. That I want to lift up and bring up the word and the will of God. Father, I thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for Galatians 2.20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet it's not me that's living. It's Christ living in me. And the life I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loves me and gave his life up for me. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Lord God, that I'm back on it. Thank you, Jesus, that I'm back in that place. I, I receive. My hands are pure. I come to you with my hands purified. purified. Draw nigh to God. You draw nigh to me. I thank you, Jesus that here they are, Lord God. I, I, I know you've got bigger plans for me and my family. I know I've not tapped out all my resources and all of my abilities. I know, Jesus, you're saying there's deeper, there's more to get, there's more to come that the world and no one has seen nothing yet compared to what they shall see. I am not done. You're just starting, God. Thank you, Lord God, that this is just the starting line. You're gonna finish even stronger in me. Lord God, I am just crazy enough to believe, to believe that my God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I could even ask or think. In Jesus' name, everybody say, amen, amen.